Coupon City, the only podcast hosting company in New Jersey, presents Podstock, the 2022 annual podcast conference. At Podstock, you'll hear from seasoned professionals in the podcast industry, interact with other podcasters, get familiar with equipment from podcast gear manufacturers, and enjoy a day that is programmed for experienced and beginner podcasters with keynote speaker, podcaster extraordinaire, Rob Greenlee, as well as Christine Blackburn, host of the Storyworthy Podcast, Travis Chappell, founder of Guestio, Charles Riddle, founder of Esquire Trademarks, Will Foskey, president of MPC Podcast Network, Frank and Christina Sasso, founders of New Pod City, and many more. Podstock, June 11th from noon to 6 at the Masonic Temple in Trenton, New Jersey. Tickets are just $99. Get your tickets now at podstock.us. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm back. A little rusty. Speak for yourself. I never get rusty. Welcome back. It feels so good. We are back, baby. It's podcasting, baby. You can see it live sometime soon. What? You can see it live sometime soon. Podcasting? Podstock. Oh, yeah. We're not doing a live show. You're just doing a panel. Yeah, bitch. I'll be live. You're just going to rep us. Yeah, just rep us. Yeah. A rapist. I had a dream about June 11th, actually. I was like, I have something that day. I can't. I don't know what it is. Oh, it was now the I remember. thing. It's it Podstock. The... Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome back to the Aging Punks Complain, the only podcast where Danny Glover hunts a predator from the future. Uh, we have been off for a couple weeks uh, and we're back. And yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Raymond Strife. Bella Mozzarella. Eric or Derek. Look it up online, Derek Smack. Look it up, dickhead. What do you, what do you want from us? Come yeah. on, asshole. How was your guys' two weeks off? I've had like more than two weeks off, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lifetime off. Yeah, I had a pretty busy month or so. Nobody cares. Um, but yeah, I'm back. I'm feeling okay. You were off and then on and then off. And then off. And then off. Yeah. Yeah, I was in Nashville and I was in a wedding and then I we went to Montreal and then uh, now I'm here. I'm in New Jersey. Word up. Awesome. How about you? Hey, my print call albums are finally out. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. On Spotify. Winner, winner. Just look up Derek Smacklin. There's like five of them. Awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, shit, I've just been working on the new studio thing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Taking forever. Eric has built an entire house in his backyard. Tiny house studio. Yeah. Where I'm going to live soon. <laughs> I'm working yeah. on the electrical shift for the ceiling right now to get the lighting in there. It's <clears throat> crazy. Eric knows how to do awesome. anything. What an impressive guy. I'll put some pictures up. I should. All right, so we have a guest this week, which is good. It's good for our format because normally it's guest based. Yes. Um, it doesn't have to be, but it's better. I met this guy in a bookstore, right? You met this guy in a bookstore. Yay. <clears throat> you did meet this guy in a bookstore. I met That's this a guy great. in a bookstore. I've never been so happy to be, be interrupted while I'm doing the intro. That was good. Where'd detail. you meet him? Uh, I probably <laughs> met him, I don't even know, man, years ago, just doing shows. Uh, I don't even, I can't track whether it was like, 2000 or like 2008 because all the time blurs together who is he uh he is a pretty cool guy he's pretty talented he's a he's a unique guy he's got a unique uh, way of communicating and talking to the world and i really enjoy it uh he was in a band demo that i really enjoyed uh playing with and that was a lot of fun ladies and gentlemen greg sober thank you thank you ray <laughs> pleasure no to be here yeah, thanks for being here, bud. How you been? I've been well, thank you. Also, I'm you well. you were you're a farmer now. Yes, I'm a farmer. Yeah, I like I like your life trajectory. You're like a scumbag with me hanging out uh, <laughs> at shows and being being a jerk, and then you kind of f- fixed your life, and you're a farmer, and you right. go, you go to Costa Rica, and I just like I like your life. I want to I want right. I want to I want to steal from you. I want to steal yes. part of your life for me, yeah. and that sounds real creepy. <laughs> but that's what I do. That's how I get by in the world. That's how I become myself. Sounds like a video. That's cool. Video. It's, it's never too late. You can become a farmer. But I wouldn't suggest it. I don't think Ray wants to be a farmer. <laughs> I would love to be a farmer, dude, but that's I'm, a game, oh, I'm so Farm allergic. Yeah. I'm allergic to everything. Right. And like I was a, too, but you know, you get used to that stuff. Yeah. Allergies, they start going away. And Rays then, don't go away. Rays get worse. But, but yeah, I can handle it. I got the dog in my tiny one room apartment, and I'm allergic to the dog, and I love the dog. I, I, I can handle it. I'm okay. still outside all day. Yeah. I, I used to dig holes. Mm-hmm. That was there was some pollen. Anyway, well, 
you start there. You start digging holes, and then you start running a tractor, and then, and then before you know, it, you're running the show. Dude, I fucking love digging holes. I miss it so much. <laughs> it was like my favorite thing I ever did for a living. Just dig There's holes. Nothing like digging like a good hole or a trench, just like with a shovel. Oh you know, my just, god, you feel so fucking good. Like, look what yeah. I did. I did that. <laughs> That's mine. I fucking did it. And like, it's like I had a goal and I achieved it, and with right. sheer willpower and force. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever achieved any goals. So a digging a, a proper hole, fucking win. Just make a swimming pool you. for me. I'll make. I'll take <laughs> a fucking swimming pool with you. Awesome. Oh my god! I'll make that a priority. All right, <laughs> we're gonna do Use it anytime. You heard it here first. Okay, sorry. We're just we're getting off topic already. We don't have a topic yet. Uh, so you know you know the deal. You got you got a couple ideas. You got a good one idea you really like to complain yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to the show several times, and it's. It's awesome. So, Thank you. oh, thanks, man. Let me let me come up with some here. <laughs> There's a few heavy topics I think I'm going to steer away from, but I don't know. The first one on my list is cops. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah, we can talk shit about cops. Let's do it. Cops, police. Uh, I don't know what's the cop. difference between a cop. <laughs> who, who, who's what a your dad? Said my dad was a cop. Was he really? Yeah. What the Wait, fuck? What? You, in California? I didn't no, know. No, no. The my dad that raised me, like the one that the- taught me that. Yeah. Dude, I grew up with. what a fucking life. Kind of like, weird. We learn more and more about Eric every day. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, well, we fucking hate cops. Sorry, Eric. Um, let's talk about cops. I don't know. I've had run-ins man. with cops before. Yeah. I have to go to court on Thursday, actually. What do you what do you oh, think boy. about cops, Greg? Instinctively, I do not like cops. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some pretty bad experiences, run-ins with cops that reinforce that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Do I not like cops? Am I the problem? Are no. the cops the problem? Or is it a little bit of both? You got like, you, you look like you got real tense thinking about that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like that, I thought it was about to get mad real. <laughs> I thought you like punch the camera. I but, mean, the, the problem with police as a whole is, is what they stand for. Really? Yeah. You know? I think it, it's, it's pretty complicated. Uh, but I think like ultimately it's a bad thing. Like, uh, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, no one told me to like trust cops, right? Like people say like, oh, they taught me to trust cops. Like I guess school kind of does, right? But I was watching movies and my my thing with cops when I was like five or six was like I was just watching action movies. So I'm watching like Die Hard, you know, like <laughs> Die Hard and like, Steve, like Steven Seagal, fucking, you know, tough guy shit, right? And, and I, when I'm five, I'm like, I'm with my dad and he's like, my dad loved tough guy shit too so he's like it's not a positive look they're not good cops really i guess john mcclain was but when i was five i was like these guys are cool man this is like superhero shit like that's what i want to do <laughs> really they're like going off procedure like killing people like not re- like none of it's even good for police work by a police standard yeah so that's that's my thing growing up was like yeah maybe i'll be a undercover cop in new york city when i was a girl i wrote that in my kindergarten what do you want to be when you grow up which is so funny if you know me now which you, you, you do. You, it, it, it's you seen, like you seen Bad Lieutenant, right? No, I never seen really? that. Dude. There's two. There's a remake. They made a. Too. They made a, a remake or a sequel, right? I think it's a remake with uh, oh, what's his name? Isn't it? Um, someone famous. I, was, I thought it was Nick Cage. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Someone yeah. famous. I think yeah, Harvey Keitel's. I think in the the original. Right. Yeah, it is yeah. Harvey Keitel. I think when um you get older, uh, like for me anyway, like just skateboarding and stuff. Cops are fucking bullies, man. Like like suburban cops. Or like even with all white privilege and everything, like suburban cops don't have a lot to do, and they fuck with you. And it, it was like a really prevalent in my teenage years. Like I would get stopped by cops like three, four times a night. Uh, they call me homophobic slurs. They threaten physical violence on me. Uh, they it take like seven police cars to run my license. Well, like mm-hmm. I was. Meanwhile, I was sitting there with a backpack full of spray cans. <laughs> that I just used illegally and they're not searching me. They're just like, it's so weird. Like what a weird, like they're not, they're not interested in doing the police work. They're just interested in bullying me. Hassling. Yeah. And, uh, they, my dad is like kind of a criminal. So when they'd get my license, they would like run it and they'd be like, I arrested your dad, which like no 16 year old wants to hear, you know? And like, uh, that's like a pretty light experience for some of the experiences. People who don't have the privilege I have, have to deal with, with police. And I think overall, like, they're taught to be that way. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily, like, oh, a couple bad cops. I think, like, the systematically, they're taught to 
Yeah, it's a terrible system. To, to bully you and to try to get things out of people. And it's not to violate rights. And uh, I think it's... I mean, like most of the... I mean, a lot of the money that goes into police departments is like asset forfeiture. So just like things they take from people. Right. Yeah, like, it's it's all about... Which is crazy. It's more about raising money by and keeping poor people poor. Yeah. And I think even some cops don't realize that. No, I think a lot of cops don't realize that. Like they... I think a lot of people think they're like keeping people safe, but it's like... Uh, throwing a person with like a drug problem in, in prison doesn't help them. Yeah. Like it helps make the neighborhood maybe seem safer, but you're actually not helping anybody and, and finding poor people for the same things that you would find rich people for. It only affects the people that are poor. It doesn't affect the person that's rich. Yeah. A person that's worth $250,000 versus a person that has nothing. Finding them $500 each is going to change. Isn't going to change one person's life. You know, you recently like, well, Greg, what what's your you have you have said you had some run-ins with police. Do you want to talk about any of those, or you want to like your experience overall? Yeah, well, I have one in particular. I was thinking of. Uh, it was in my early twenties. I was I was living in Trenton on Lee Avenue, and uh, I was moving out of the apartment my apartment at the time. I was cleaning my apartment, out. and me and my girlfriend at the time we were. I had a bong that I wanted to get rid of, and uh, we didn't want to throw it in the garbage. It was illegal at the time, so. We decided to go down to the river and throw it in the river. <laughs> like a gun. As like, like as like a as like kind of like a biking funeral with yeah, yeah. the bong. Like, to Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you've served us well and <laughs> it's a burner bong. Yeah. <laughs> well, that goes into the story even more. So it's it's probably nighttime, so about eight o'clock at night. Uh it was getting dark, summertime. We put the bag or we put the bong in a Whole Foods bag i was working at whole foods at the time and one of those paper bags and we walk it down there and we're sitting by the riverside and we're both holding it side this is pretty corny but we're holding it side by side like all right goodbye ball <laughs> like <laughs> something like that and we take it and we throw it into the river and then as we're doing that, i look behind me i see like somebody's like watching us kind of like in the distance and i don't know who it is and then that i was like that's kind of weird and then they disappear so then we walk back up. We're walking back to my apartment, which is like two blocks away. And we start seeing police like circling the neighborhood with like spotlights, like looking for somebody. And we're like, well, that can't be us. Like, I don't, I don't know what that's about. So we get to uh, my apartment door and there's more police, more police are coming. Now it's like vans. Um, we get to the front door of my apartment. I put the key in the, the door and this is like right against the street it's basically on the Ray, you might know what i'm talking about it's like right on the corner of 29 and lee avenue yeah that's where i used to live yeah, it was yeah. my father's uh far um floral shop back in the 2000s and before that and i lived upstairs um so the second i put my key in van pulls up and the guy says i don't know he said like freeze or something but i see uh, the door swing open and just like gun in hand like running at me full speed me and my girlfriend like get on the fucking ground uh and i didn't know what the hell i was about yeah right uh, so i think i just like put my hands up in the air and i was just like before i knew it i was on i was on my knees and my hands are behind my back i don't remember if they handcuffed me or what but I, maybe my hands were just above my head and my girlfriend too was probably like you know a 90 90 pound girl also put on the ground like that um, they started interrogating me really fast. Like, what did you throw in the river? What did you throw in that river? And like, to me, it's like, all right, this is something petty, but it's like illegal to have a bong. And I said, right. Or even, to but they didn't even later. know what you threw. They were yeah. just like, you threw something. <laughs> That's weird. Threw, yeah. Like what, what did you yeah, throw tree, in there? A tree and branch. Like, what the fuck? And like, and then, all right, I have left that one thing. I still had the bag when I was coming back and I threw the bag in a garbage can outside of the apartment building. So they opened up the garbage can. They like took out the bag. They asked what the hell I had in that bag. And then they asked, what did I throw in the uh, river? And I said, we, we were throwing rocks. I threw a rock in the river. They're like, bullshit. Like, we're going to have a, a police dog come out here and sniff that bag. We're going to have a, di a dive team jump in that river. <laughs> you know how much I, oh my God, that's the river. ridiculous. They've already spent. <laughs> 
a hundred thousand dollars on the five minutes Dude. you're spending with them. <laughs> Yo, sorry, I gotta say something. That's how I feel when I see those signs. It's like air, uh, speed checked by aircraft. Yeah, it's like, dude, they don't aircraft. have money to put fuel in. That aircraft shows you how much fucking, fucking money they make off. Yeah, I don't think they, they actually have aircraft I, up there. They I've, do. I've, I've they seen do. it before. Yeah, I don't think the they do it that like, like they checking used your to. speed though. All right, yeah. sorry, <laughs> I just seem ridiculous. But that's a problem. How? So what? Would they end up? Did they take you in? Well. I was, we were on the ground like that for like fucking like 10 minutes. I don't know what they were doing. They were searching around. They're interrogating me. They're asking her questions. They're asking me questions. I didn't know what was going to happen. We were both scared. Um, my fucking knees were hurting like hell because I was, I was on a concrete. That's the worst you know? fucking feeling. And like, there was a cop. There was one cop. I guess they're kind of doing the good cop, bad cop thing. The one cop was like, I was like, what? I was like whispering to him. I was like, what is this about? Like, what is going on here? And they're like, he's like, don't worry. This will be over soon. Just <laughs> do a thing. And I'm like, all right. Uh, so I don't know. 10 minutes go by, whatever. 15 minutes. They let up. They're like, all right, you can stand up. And they're like, uh, we had we had a report that somebody in the neighborhood was was walking around with a sawed off shotgun. And uh, you are a main suspect. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, right. First off, there's no fucking report. Second uh-huh. off, like, okay, <sighs> at worst here, really, like, drug paraphernalia, you littered. Yeah. N- neither should be met with force. Right. Yeah. Like, in any f- way, shape, or form. Like, it's 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 very, it's, like, immoral. Like, yeah. like it's, it makes no fucking sense. Like, and the other thing is, like, what the 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 real problem with police is it's reactionary right everything is reactive nothing is preventative mm-hmm. so like you, they wait for a crime to happen and then get make money off the process that happens after like no lives get saved that way you know what i mean like even speeding or whatever like it like the cop they they do things to hide that it's a cop car yeah so yeah that just like, makes money yeah. it doesn't make you slow down like it doesn't save stop you from like yeah that. like it, it it makes no sense. Yeah, every time I've been stopped by a cop like that, if if I ask any anything, if I ask a badge for the badge number, it's the it's fucking World War Three, dude. That's where they start f bombs. I'll I'll bash your fucking teeth in. You don't fucking. Ask, I ask you the questions, and it's like this is perfectly reasonable. Like if you're doing nothing wrong, officer, why can't I? You're just doing your job. Like what's wrong with you having your badge number? And uh, yeah, I've had that happen to me so many fucking times where they've threatened my fucking life. And they do the same thing. They wait, wait till my partner gets here. You think I'm bad. You think I'm bad. Wait till this guy gets here. And then the guy gets there and he goes, I'm surprised this guy let you go. He's crazy. He's crazy. I'm surprised you didn't bash your fucking skull. And I'm like, so which one of you is crazy? Like, what you? And also, why haven't like I'm skateboarding? Like what? There's no reason yeah. to threaten my fucking life skateboarding i i don't know like have you have you guys ever had a positive interaction with the police i've had both to be honest well you have you, do you <laughs> can i ask you like do you tattoo should we, we take oh, this yeah, out I tattoo yeah i tattoo a few yeah yeah so like you, military cops, cops firefighters yeah yeah and you you have a couple clients i have a lot cops. of clients that are cops <laughs> and military you get along with them you know yeah you know me you, yeah you probably disagree with some stuff they say. I, I just like listen. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about that. But I don't yeah, know about that. Yeah, really you can't. Like, I really don't I have, even talk about it. I have one client. Really. He, I've been kind of surprised for like four years. His name's Ken. I don't care. I'll throw him under the bus. And uh, <laughs> uh, he said something about how he wears a uniform at work. And he kept talking about it. And talk, whatever. And I'm like, oh, you're a cop? And he was like, shh, don't. And she's like, shh, I don't want. Like, he didn't want anybody to know. Which was very weird. Respect. Yeah, and then I find out like two years later, he was. I was talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, I might go to on vacation. I'm out of work right now." I'm like, "What happened?" Uh-oh. He's like, "Oh, he's like, I get. Well, I don't know. I'm just not working right now." So I like looked him up, and he totally got suspended for like a sexual assault thing Oof. on a oh someone that God. got arrested. And uh, it was like him and a few other officers or whatever. And I guess I mean he got his job back, but he was suspended without pay. And it's he just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. of course he got his job back. Wow. Yeah, it's just like so crazy like of course he doesn't want anybody to know he's a cop and then you find out he was like whatever groping someone he was patting down or whatever the situation was i don't know but yeah, yeah. it's crazy what when we were kids we used to the cops would fuck with us all the time like even younger than teenage when we were like mm-hmm. 12 we'd go hang out at the 7-eleven on 206 so all my friends hung out and they'd ask people for change and try to ask people to buy them cigarettes and shit and the cops used to run up on us we we're fucking children you know, like tw- a twelve-year-old kid is not an intimidating for like you know what I mean. We didn't yeah. look grown up, 
and they would like jump out of the tr- their fucking cars with the lights on and throw us up against the wall and pat us down and they'd like rob my friends they'd like yeah. steal their fucking shit out of their bags like my friend had fireworks right they're, they're illegal in new jersey and they'd be like you're lucky we don't run that's, you in and they take the sh- his whole bag yeah that's the kind of shit that happened to me like in california when i lived out there i get fucked with all the time yo my yeah. friends this, this particular <laughs> time one of them had to do a fireworks. that's what we're making dude they, they were like yo did they put their finger in your butt and i was like no and they were like yeah they put their finger in my butt to check my butt <laughs> that's it's crazy fucking 12 year old kids the 13 year old kids without an adult present and they're like yeah, yeah dude and I know, I know it's officer yay from lawrence township who i still see he was one of the fucking guys so fuck him mm. uh it's just like shit like that would happen all the time and when i was a teenager i was like really indignant like i'd be like fuck you I'd be like, i'm not doing anything wrong leave me the fuck alone and now i'd fucking terrified i would never fucking curse out a cop like it, it'd have to yeah, go so yeah. far and uh but also now i'm like i notice like differences like i'm at work or something a cop i see a cop in a bagel shop or something i have a nice haircut i'm a middle-aged white guy they don't really pay much attention to me and i don't like openly go fuck you to a cop it doesn't it's not oh, worth yeah. my time but also, there are times where I'm like, oh, this dude like doesn't like me. Like this cop doesn't like. Like I'll just be in the same store, and it's like whatever based on my appearance or who they think I am. And I look pretty. I kind of look respectable at this point in my life, which is like you did it funny. But like, uh, you just see a lot of like bullshit. I, I'll say this: I I had to get a restraining order during COVID, and. The person who I got it against, I ultimately dropped it because I didn't want to like ruin their life. It was a like, deterrent from the shit they were doing to me. I never spoke to a cop. I never had to. I didn't want to do it. It was very like out of character for me. It's not something I believe in, but it was like kind of necessary just as like to stop the kind of harassment I was going through. And there's no, I can't, there's no recourse otherwise. I'm not a fucking super gangster. I can't hurt somebody. It is what it is. Uh, I was worried about police going to this person's house and something could happen with uh the animal at the house or something so i i even like went so far as to warn them because i don't believe in that i don't think the cops had to go there i don't think that was necessary but i also had to eat shit for the last year of people telling me i'm a cop lover and like i'm a fucking poser and shit because i got the restraining order yeah and uh I don't totally disagree with them. It is not something I wanted to do. It worked temporarily. Um, I mean, we don't have a better system in place to not call the police. Like our our options are call the police or don't. I, this particular person who I had to get it against and also who is telling me I'm a fucking poser cop lover now would also not want me to physically ever hurt someone. Or And when you're backed into a corner, there's no you don't have so many options when someone's being unreasonable to you. It's either like street justice <laughs> or yeah. like you know so i don't i've never called the cops on someone in my life but yeah. that's as close as it ever got and i you know i talked to a lady at the court but yeah. maybe i am a poser for that happening but it was something i i mean I again have, we don't have a better system in place it's, yeah. it's not like you have a better option <clears throat> i think i've only had to call like ambulance for an ambulance yeah when someone. you call an ambulance on someone 10 cop cars yeah come. the cops come in yeah. for no <laughs> reason yeah i've never had i mean I, i've had to call a local police department i never had to like call the emergency line for police greg have you ever had a positive interaction with a cop uh yeah once <laughs> <laughs> one time in particular i was trying to think about that uh probably more negative than positive but uh one time and i probably should have been arrested at the time i was uh, <laughs> i was i was uh fell asleep in a car on the side of that road that i was driving i decided i was too drunk to drive this was years ago and yeah. i decided to pull over and i fell asleep in the car the responsible uh, thing to do right the responsible thing to do yeah uh on a highway actually i think i ran out of gas i think I ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> different scenario now yeah <laughs> the hand i would have kept God. driving but yeah. <laughs> um and I fell asleep and I woke up and it was morning and I was like, and I looked across the highway and I saw a cop on the other side of the highway. And like, I was like, Oh, I'm in trouble. And then, um, I kind of got out and flagged him down and said, Hey, I ran out of gas. Can you help me? <laughs> and he helped me. He, uh, oh, wow. you know, I didn't, I don't think I had a cell phone or anything. He just, he called the tow, you know, the tow company mm-hmm. and we got my car towed. So that was a positive experience, but I, I know what you're saying, right? Like now that you're, I mean, when I was younger, I definitely looked, I guess, crazier than I do yeah, now. So like, yeah. there was probably that too. Like I was, I was very 
punk and charged back in my youth, you know, 20 or <laughs> younger days. Yeah. But now that I'm riding around a lot of time in these small towns in a pickup truck and work clothes, like, you know, I just get the wave from the cop. Like, you're cool. Like, I can have yeah, shit right. hanging out of my, my truck, uh, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy's a farmer. He's, he's a white farmer. He's fine. Like, yeah, right. You get the pass. Uh, right. One time we were pulled over. We were coming back from, we were on tour. We were coming back from, like, Ohio. So we're, like, the middle of PA, and we get a flat tire, and it's downpouring, and we're changing the tire, but it's, like, it was, like, an old minivan, so it was, like, rusted in because it was, like, underneath the, I was, like, in the undercarriage, whatever, in the back. And uh, this, this state trooper just had to pull over behind us. And instead of helping us, he just stood there and watched. Yeah. Not that he has to help us. We didn't need help. But like at this point, why the fuck are you even here? You're just standing here with us for Wait, no he reason. Was just, he was standing there? He was just standing there. Uh, yeah. Well, we had the same thing. Yeah, we were kids and we were like 18 and my friend's pickup truck blew a tire on the highway. And a cop pulled the cop pulled up and he just sat there and he puts yeah. I guess he put his lights on I guess that's yeah. some, some help kind of but uh, we there's no cell phones this is 20 years ago yeah so it's like I was like yo can you call someone or help we barely knew how to change a fucking tire at that mm-hmm. one I don't even know if we had the spare yeah and uh, and he's like it's not my fucking job yeah I'm like what's your fucking job man like what the fuck is your fucking job then protect and serve like yeah. what the fuck is your fucking job then dude like what the fuck do you do uh when i was in high school i was like 15 my or 14 maybe my boyfriend at the time was like 17 whenever she's driving we were driving to the beach but it was like we had like a half day at school or we didn't have to go to school or whatever that day and we're driving to belmar and we get pulled over like right at the end of 195 before you get off to like get into belmar and these two cops pull us over and they're like young they're like less than 10 years older than me and like they pull us over they decide to search his whole truck yeah and they like open up my bag really standing at the end of his truck and uh they open up my bag and like dump all of it out in front of me and they're like what are these pills and it's like clearly labeled that it's like advil or might all or whatever and they're like what are they for and I was like, I get really bad cramps. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, they're I, magic. Yeah, they stop so, your pain so, receptors. So weird. And they were like, overall, they were nice, but it was just like they were laughing the whole time. Like they thought it was funny. And it's yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'd say like anything, right? Like, whatever. The cliche is absolute power corrupts absolutely. But it's fucking true. Like, and any of us, like, I I don't think people are meant to have like this kind of control over someone else. And like, I don't, I don't think cops walking around should just have guns i I don't it doesn't make me feel safe remember when the pandemic started and there was curfew Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's a million years ago now like Mm -hmm. it doesn't even seem real but there was a curfew in trenton like you couldn't be out past 10 or 9 30 or something Mm -hmm. and the neighborhood i lived in then it's it's the same neighborhood i live in now but i live in like a worse corner it's like a nicer neighborhood in trenton and every night at like 11 cops would go by and shine their spotlights and it, in our fucking house is like like just driving down yeah the road. like slowly driving and i was like this shit doesn't make me feel safe it makes no, me feel invasive. like i'll get fucking killed yeah. if i go say hi to one of my neighbors after 10 30 yeah, yeah it was like, like a fucking a gestapo like, yeah. yeah and like my one friend who's pretty cop friendly uh who lived in that neighborhood is like oh they get extra money to like come through here and it's like why why that might not even be true i but like why like why the fuck do we get extra help in a better plate like fuck you like you're like it's 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 wrong i mean it's because like the more money comes from that neighborhood yeah but like everybody here needs your help like or whatever like if that's the that's the ultimate philosophy of it on paper right um so like like how you were saying like more cops in a nicer neighborhood whatever like two weeks ago in long branch I don't know, a thousand or so kids. I, I think they were teenagers. I don't really know. Like a thousand or so kids like went to Long Branch and like pretty much were partying on the beach all day and they needed cops to like break it up. It was like a crazy thing and all the people in the town were upset. And it's like, if that happened Damn. in Belmar <laughs> or happened in Ocean, or not Ocean Grove, um, like Bradley Beach or Keensburg or any other beach, it wouldn't be a problem. But because it's like bougie ass rich Long Branch, it's a problem that yeah. there's kids partying on the beach. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So it's like, everybody's like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, imagine you live in a quiet neighborhood. It's like, yeah, imagine you live in a quiet neighborhood and people are there. Like, what? what's the problem? Like, they're not, they're just on the fucking beach. Like, who cares? It's just hard because like you want, the more, like, because I'm buying more into like an American lifestyle now where like I, I have a, a real job and like I need thing. I'm going to have to buy things at some point, like a home. And like, yeah, you, you want your life to work because you work hard for all of it. But really... It's this div- divisive line of like poverty versus non-poverty. 
and the cops are like, we'll keep this dirty poverty away from people who have money. And it's it's really despicable. And like yeah. you see the guys get made like uh, the guy he was making homeless people in San Francisco or Northern California. I forget where. Maybe even L.A. He's making them tiny homes, like built, building sheds and bringing them out to like homeless camps. Oh, I saw I saw that. And mm-hmm. and it's like they're functional homes with dignity and like you can they're tiny. Like they're yeah. not taking up much more room than thought- two people sleeping on the ground. And the cops go. And break all they destroy yeah. Yeah, that's the fuck. Yeah. It's like why though? Like who yeah. who's ordering that? Like a, okay, so you don't now there's no safety codes, there's no taxes on these homes, but like there's also none of that when you have a bunch of fucking people sleeping on the ground under yeah. an overpass. Yeah. So like it, to me it's just like it's just there's this counterbalance where it's like, oh, you can't pay us, so fuck you. When it really should be like, what's the solution? Like well, these cops should help get these people somewhere. That helps them live better, not fuck you live worse. Yeah. Fuck you pay me. Like it's yeah. so I think at its heart, systematically, there's a huge problem. Yeah, with it, the way it's like criminal work. to be homeless. <clears throat> and it's like maybe not not having a home isn't the thing that's illegal, but like sleeping on the street is illegal. Urinating in public is illegal. <clears throat> like Yeah, stupid there's certain shit. things like um yeah, if a cop vagrancy. Or, yeah. If a cop stops you and you don't have a certain amount of money or you can't prove who you are. Yeah. You you can be charged with vagrancy in some places, which yeah. is like Yeah, so they like criminalize it completely for things that aren't criminal. Like they can be doing nothing wrong, but that doesn't mean they won't find a way to make them a victim of crime. It is like very compli it's more complicated than ACAB, but like when I see a cop violating someone's rights, I I think it's I I have death in my mind. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is fucking unconscionable. Like this is yeah. so disgusting to me that like any time like you know how many times like greg i know you probably like like how many times you've been in a bar fight or been beat up by more than one guy and like yeah i never even i've had knives on me and i've never even thought i have 10 people kicking me in the fucking head and it never crossed my mind like if i kill one of these guys i can get away in my mind i was like i'm capable enough to escape this situation the most scared i've ever been and then you see a cop kill a kid or something like I don't give a fuck how scared you are like that. That's the job you took. Like it's not, you keep that fucking gun holstered until you really think you fucking until someone has a gun. Like, fuck you, dude. That's the job. Like, that's the risk. I live in a pretty dicey area. Sometimes like you don't fucking just automatically think kill. Like that's not, it's never been, I've never been programmed for that. And I'll never understand that it's someone's job to protect. And the first thing they do is pull a fucking gun on somebody. It's not yeah. what they're supposed to do. It's not what they're yeah, right. literally says. You're supposed to put your life on the line for other people. Is what it's. Uh, and, like, and then you got to think like, are, are people uh, going into the police force to have that kind of power? Yeah, a hundred fucking percent, man. Like you know, the you guy that was bullied or something in high school, or he wasn't the cool guy that he wanted to be, or yeah, well, and has other, some other proclivities, racist proclivities, or whatever yeah right well they grow, it's it's nepotism right like they grow up seeing that as an option whether it's like uh-huh. a family member or people they're surrounded by it's not like i'm sure some people are like man i i want to help my community but it, i think it's more like man that's good money that's good money and i kind of can do whatever i want and you know like i can fuck off especially like i don't know if you're a fucking cop in the suburbs what what the fuck do you do? You know, you scare someone away who doesn't look like the rest of the people there. And every once in a while, you get a noise complaint or something. You know what I mean? And you're getting whatever, $80 an hour over time. Yeah, there was a state. I can't remember what state it was. And they were talking about how many hours of training it takes to be a cop there. And yeah. I was looking at it. I was like, you need more than that in New Jersey to be a tattoo you artist. Need, you need more <laughs> in almost like, every hell, state to cut hair than you do to be a cop. Yeah, that's crazy. How many yeah. hours is it for hair? Do you uh, in New Jersey, 1,200 hours. That's pretty that's yeah. That's still damn it's a lot. It's only five hundred to be a cop, I believe. Yeah. yeah it's wow. like it's six months of school like, to be a cop. It's like two thousand for a tattoo artist. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like North Dakota this is kind of irrelevant now, but North Dakota has like the <sighs> longest amount of training hours that you need to become a hairstylist and it's three thousand hours. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like dub it's more than double what you would need in Jersey. Which damn. is insane. But again, to become a cop in that state it's probably three hundred, five hundred yeah. hours. But it's also fucking North Dakota, so I just don't I yeah, I don't understand the the uh the intention 
behind Pluto. I think uh, power. Uh, yeah, having power. I've re- I've read somewhere <clears throat> that when like early American police forces were uh, adopted, it was like meant very openly meant to be a temporary thing. It was like okay, we're gonna these people are gonna get this job, clubs, and they're gonna enforce these rules. Yeah. And the ultimate goal is to phase themselves out. And I've read before that was the ultimate goal of early police in America mm-hmm. was to be like, oh, wait, we're, we're going to use this to enforce the way we all want it to be collectively because there's a lot of chaos. And eventually, once those rules are in place and people fall in line with for this society to function, yeah. the police won't be necessary anymore. And we can phase that for out. For rules that were written 400 years ago and never been updated. Right. And then it seems like once you get a, a sense of that money, that power, it's in your favor to be deemed necessary longer like oh we do well no we i know we were supposed to be done by the 20 year mark yeah. but you see the way things still are maybe we need more money and more people and more power and yeah, like, that town's back in like there'd be like one sheriff and a deputy and right. that's it for the whole town right andy griffith show yeah, yeah. that's all what's that show My, yeah that, <laughs> that's the only good cop robocop <laughs> no but the uh, also like um one of my first introductions to police, like what well, was RoboCop, which who doesn't love RoboCop? It's I've never a great seen cop. It. But uh, the the cop in uh, Rambo, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the first Rambo, first blood, yeah, first blood. He's like <laughs> Rambo gets into town and he's a Vietnam vet, and the guy's right. like, "We don't like your kind around here, Mister. We don't need drifters. It's a nice place with nice families." And he's like, Rambo's he drives him to the edge of town, like, "See you later, dickhead. Don't come to my town." And Rambo's like, "Fuck this. I'm going right back." And uh, <laughs> And then he fucking, you know, he arrests him. He sees the Bowie knife. He beats him up. He fucking throws him in jail. They, t- they strip his clothes off, beat him up. They hose him down. The guy's a fucking war hero, man. You know, like, right. and it's, and then he fucking fucks their whole town up. That, <laughs> that first, that's the first, yeah, that one's, that one's completely different it's than like such all the a other good ones. Movie. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I but like, I don't know my first introduction to a cop. I remember being a kid and, and you, like, I still have this, like, with fiction. Like, I get, like, I get upset. I get really like, empathy towards the what's happening. And being a kid and seeing the way they treated him made me sick to my fucking stomach. Like I was really young, six, seven years old. Yeah. <clears throat> but like that's the legit way it goes down. It's not even that like it, some of that stuff is probably meant to be exaggerated, but it's just like it's even worse uh in most scenarios, I'd say. It's fucking crazy. I I, I just can't I've done some fucked up shit in my life. I've been in a lot of physical altercations and I'd say ultimately like if I got close to winning one, I was just more trying to get the fuck out of there like than hurt somebody more or hurt somebody more than I had to. And it seems like a lot of the intent of like police who want to get physical is to like just take it as far as they fucking can. I can't imagine wanting to hurt people that way. Like I really can't. Like if someone hurts me, I got to hurt them back or whatever, but I, I would just mostly want it to be over. Like, hey, this is over. Like, you're okay, one of us got beat up. Let's just shake hands and walk away. It seems like the excessive force is like the ultimate goal for some of these guys. You see like no-knock warrants, you know? Like, yeah. th- that's insane. That's fucking insane. There could be 10 kids on the other side of that fucking door. Mm-hmm. It, it, it I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a solution, but I, uh, it makes me kind of sick and sad. You want to hear a crazy like, story? Kinda? Yeah, yeah. That's why we're here. <clears throat> a friend of mine he lives up in Vermont. I think it's his cousin or uncle. I can't remember which one it was, but he, uh, he, he was getting fucked with by the cops up there and he was like tired of it. So he took a tractor and went to the police station and ran over all the police cars. Oh man. It's the only, if you look it up, it was in the news. It's insane. And he, uh, he like got, they like couldn't chase him cause he ran over all the cars and then <laughs> left. And I think he ended up somehow getting like the charges dropped or something. Money like, talks. I don't know what happened, but don't tread on me. You could, you could look it up. If you looked that <laughs> up. Really crazy. Did funny. You, There's like pictures of the cop cars. All you ever seen that thing shit? where the guy drives the tank through the town? Oh, that was in San Diego when I, I think I, I lived out there when I had. That's pretty crazy. Dude, too. they had, they, they, yeah, he was taking out the pillars of the highway, the whole the highway. <laughs> oh, my God. And running over a car. Yeah, he was trying to take down the freeway overpass. Chaos. Yeah, that's crazy. <gasps> One time, okay, this is, this is a really embarrassing episode for me so far. Uh, <laughs> I just admitted, like, I, I got a restraining order and shit. But uh, the one time when we were kids, you know, Jackass was big. Fight Club was big. All we did was like go out and beat ourselves up, beat each other up. And we went out and we'd like fuck up people's houses and mailbox and uh, all that stuff. 
and uh, the one and uh, we got a video camera and we started taping it because why wouldn't you tape your criminal activity all night? And uh, we got arrested one night. Someone called the cops. We were like throwing the recycling cans through their front window of their house or something. And then we got pulled over and we got arrested and we got put in, a, in holding cells. And uh, the cops, we could see the cops watching the VHS from ourselves. And we're just like, we're just like sitting there like, oh my God, what happens next? What happens? And the cops are laughing and like losing their minds. And we're idiots, you know, obviously we're morons. And um, at one point, the one cop is like, he comes in and he's like, man, if you, uh, you threw a thing on my car like that, I'd sick the dogs on you. And I was like, well, that's pretty sick, man. Like, I, I actually said this. I was I was 18 years old, and I was like, well, I was like, that's disgusting because that's a human. Like, your car can be fixed, and you have insurance, yeah. and you're going to sick dogs on a fucking kid. Like, And this is a cop. A cop's yeah. supposed to be like, ah, kids, you know, we, we, have, we have to stop kids sometimes. Not like, I hope that kid dies. Yeah, like someone who, yeah, that's crazy. When your first response is, I would have you killed, maybe you shouldn't have been able to join the police yeah, force. That's weird. Yeah, that's what he said to me. Um, and I said it back, and he just went, Yeah, well, you don't fuck up bars, man. And like, well, you know, walked out of the morning. like a pretty cell. simple test to figure I had out. A really, I had a really extreme. You're going to say, no, sorry. No, you're fine. I'm t- you can talk. You can say your you thing. I mean, mean, to find out if someone's going to have that mentality, it doesn't it's, seem like it'd be very hard to find out. I know, out, right? literally. Just have a like, conversation with someone for five fucking minutes. Real quick, this Simpsons where they try to recruit new officers and they, I don't remember that. And that guy's one? like, well, when do we get the guns? And he's like, I told you you're not getting a gun. Old? Is that yeah. an old? Uh, he goes, I told you you're not getting a gun until you give me a name. And he's like, this is bullshit. Like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I gotta watch that. Uh, I had a really like, ex- like extreme bad cop, extreme good cop situation when my ex got a DUI when we were coming back from Philly. And uh, so we get pulled over. I like didn't even know my boyfriend at the time was drunk that drunk and uh so we're driving back in philly we get pulled over and uh the one cop is so mean he's like saying really fuck like just really mean shit like it wasn't anything like i'm gonna kill you but it's like you're a fucking idiot get, get the fuck out of the car the other guy's like so what were you guys doing tonight <laughs> yeah, yeah right. i'm friends with everybody in title fight i grew up with them you know that band i'm like yeah i know that band. he's so nice to me and and the other cops like arresting my boyfriend he's like getting patted down at the back and the guy, his name's Tim, I think, that was talking to me. And he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, so you guys went to a show? That's cool. And he's like, so nice, whatever. And I had to sit, they like put me in handcuffs and I had to sit in the front with the nice cop and the bad cop sat in the back with my boyfriend at the time. And my boyfriend's like, just make sure my girlfriend's okay. And the cop's like, would you shut the fuck up? Like, stop talking. He's like, keeps telling him to shut up and he's not shutting up, which was, he's a fucking idiot. But meanwhile, the nice cop is like texting his girlfriend, like all these hearts and emojis and like really sweet things. And I'm like Show, sitting right next to him. He's and I can, showing you the text? No, I can see it because he's sitting next to me. And it's just like so fucking funny how like different these two cops yeah, were. Yeah, why didn't they hire a bunch of that other guy? And I know, right? He was, so, he was so nice and like, yeah, whatever. you then, know what? It's better off we didn't drive home that night and probably a good thing my ex got arrested fucking idiot. But was it wasn't necessary for him to be that dude it was so like, crazy like how the two two were treating both of us and then uh well the next cop you know the next stop the the, other, the bad guy cop was texting his girlfriend heart emojis and the other guy was her, like telling people to shut the fuck up you know what i mean they're yeah, just they're right, just, right. They're just go you go back you go yeah, back yeah. Up, i'll go it was just up. like so funny he's like yeah title fight i grew up with all those dudes I'm he's like, also hoping cool. to get your number you i don't know? think so. like i've seen mad fucking cops do that shit too get try get the youtube videos as to do I got her number when I pulled her over. And I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't seem uh, uh, moral there, bud. Yeah, look at these cars smashed. Eric Dude. pulled up the uh, Google images of the all the cop cars that were smashed by the tractor like in here. Vermont. I would say really we'll put crazy. some on our Instagram, but we never eight, put the stuff on Instagram. Eight, eight cars he ran over. That's pretty incredible. Final score. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I got I got two more things. I'm sorry. I would, we, <laughs> people Hulk made all one. these people made all these memes though. That's so funny. <laughs> I feel like we're I'm hogging the time, but. That when we when we got arrested for that criminal mischief, the two other guys I got arrested with, um, we had like it was like sixteen counts of criminal mischief. It was like ridiculous, and that's a lot. And uh, <laughs> the two guys I got arrested with joined the army because of the charges. Yeah, and they both the one kid, you know, he went to Iraq. It was fucking two thousand, you know, when 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 it happened. So right, so they enlist and then we go to war. I went and, into the navy, but it wasn't because of getting in trouble. Oh really? I always thought it, it was. No, it was because I just was like, "Oh, this could be a good job." But that's you got to. Did you get in trouble after you were in the navy or before? 
During both, both. both? okay, yeah. The, I, I got I, just, I got in uh, worse trouble after. after. That's <laughs> what I thought. I it's fucking predatory. Like we we're suburban white kids with a ton of privilege, but no money, and we're technically adults. Yeah, and it's predatory. Now you can it join is, the military or go to prison. Yeah, yeah. for this prank essentially. Yeah. That's you know? why it's so fucked up that recruiters go to high school to yeah, try and recruit I agree. sixteen and seventeen year old kids and they, and to they, sign their life away when they turn eighteen. They also. Ma- the majority of places they go are impoverished. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's fucking ridiculous. But, but I, I met my recruiter when I was working at Burger King in the drive. Yeah, of course. He handed me a card and said, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. if, he, he said, give me a call if you want to. Don't ever if you don't want to work here the rest of your life." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" So we got a rep. My one, yeah, we all got like they, they. I didn't go. I was like, "I'm not joining the army." I was. I'm a coward. I'm, I'm not doing that. And uh, the the prosecutor for me, I ultimately got off with like some ridiculous like pre-trial intervention and two years probation where I paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. But it was like, and I never told anyone, I never told my mom and I just worked at Taco Bell and we'd fight every day. She'd be like, where's your fucking money? Are you on drugs? And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And then I'd go and just pay my fucking, she never knew I was arrested till like years later. So responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I got it done. Uh, But like the prosecutor went for the maximum sentence for me. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's weird. He, he, and it, like he was like, yeah. And I was supposed to go to the. Were work. you trying to take a plea bargain, or were they just they, saying they, plea he not like good? wouldn't work with my my really? my? Um, that's weird. What what is it called? Uh, when you public have a, defender, public defender, right. and he was like, yeah, four months in jail. And I was like, what the fuck? Four months in? I mean, I, I, that's a. It doesn't sound like shit, but that's a big wake up no, call for yeah. an eighteen year old kid who's scared of shit. You, you know, know, like I was fucking they, terrified. You know what they told me when I after when I got. The, my public defender says you're looking at 32 years. Oh my god! Yeah, and I was oh like, god. what? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, but don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get a continuance, and then they're gonna give you plea bargain options. I was like, I hope so. Fuck, I forgot. I was talking to the master but criminal here. But if I would have taken it to trial and lost, like I, I would have. Oh lost, yeah, I would have right. got 32 what, years. How long were you in prison for? Couple years, like oh. almost two years or something. Oh, okay. Well, the only—that's insane to me. Uh, I can't what even imagine that? what that's Holy like. And, uh, <laughs> well, some of that was county jail too. The only thing I—the the reason I didn't go to jail was the judge was literally like he was like, "That's fucking ridiculous." I'm not. He's like, "You get you. I got four months of the PTI, PTI or whatever." And that's to say, it's the sentence is the, technically you're in jail, but you're not. Yeah, and you get to be out of it. And if you miss well, I, a, one of your sessions. You go to. I originally got sentenced to three years with three years parole, and after I did the time I did, they let me out to a halfway house. That's crazy, man. But but if I had fucked up that halfway house program, I would have to go back. Right, yo, I fucked up my PTI a bunch. I got a ton. You're not supposed to get one chance. I like missed it a bunch of times. Like I. That's in here. That's in jur. Yeah, they wouldn't give me that. I was also (laughs) already on PTI when I got arrested for a different criminal mischief charge, and you can't do that either. And so I did luck out. It does kind of make sense that dude wanted to give me the maximum sense. But the judge, who I think was related to Goggles, they have the same last name, which is really funny. I'm just it's out that here. Name. But uh, he was like, "Now nah, we're not doing that." Like, it, like just went against the prosecutor thing, which blew my mind and yeah. really helped me. Ultimately. Yeah, I hope I get lucky with my court thing on Thursday. It's just for speeding, right? Yeah, but uh, still, I yeah. don't want any more points on my life. You're license. not going to jail. No, I'm not going to go to fucking jail. Thanks, guy. I'm a good person. I just have a problem speeding. Good people go to jail. There's one sitting at this table. <laughs> oh, I was doing bad do th- shit. Do you think you were <laughs> a good person before you went to prison? I was doing fucked up yeah. shit. I can't I, judge anybody. For I, shit. Yeah, I thank you. I, um, I don't judge Eric. I like Eric. I also say this. I'm going to hog more time. I uh, The last two times... Thank you. The last two times I've been stopped by police. This is a good topic, Greg. We didn't get to any other... Uh, we also didn't let you talk yeah. at all. But. Yeah, we're trying. Uh, the last two times I've been stopped by police in traffic stops, they handcuffed me and put me in the police car with no charge and no explanation yeah. while they searched my car. And when I was like, why am I under arrest? And they, and they, they put me under arrest. And then when they couldn't find anything to arrest me for, they had to let me leave twice. Which is like to me seems like the due process is pretty simple. Yeah, and uh, I That's shouldn't be not how they're supposed to do that. I shouldn't be pre-arrested, and then you figure out the crime, and then yeah. like it seems like a human rights violation or something. But uh, both times they had to let me go. Right. But both times I'm like anything could happen now. Yeah. Like well, I'm already in cuffs. Like I'm fucked. I have no no recourse here. Mm-hmm. I'm helpless. Behind you. Yeah. You gotta it, you gotta get 
flexible enough to pull them in front. And then you <laughs> well, I'm in the back of the car. But then you use them to bash the window. Well, I could do that, but I'm not going to do that. When they put me in handcuffs, when my ex got a DUI, they just put them in the front. I like was not arrested. The cop was like, I'm just going to put these on you since we got to put you in the car. It was so nice. So nice to me. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I tried to take the cuffs off and the cops like, hey, we ain't having that. And then he made them way tighter. And I was like, ow. That shit started cutting into my. That's incredible. Bleed, making my wrist bleed. <laughs> oh, man. Greg, yeah, else? Greg, I'm sorry. We, we did kind of talk too much. <laughs> Speak for no, yourself. That's great. How many, uh, how, how many times have you been arrested, Greg? I've never been arrested. Really? Good for you. No. Me no. either. This dude, Never been Greg is a wild guy. You guys see this handsome devil on the Zoom screen. I've here. seen him in a bookstore. <laughs> in, in, okay. a, in a bookstore. Yeah, but. I've seen him in a bookstore. <laughs> First time I got arrested it was for shoplifting. When really? I was like, how old was I? Like twelve or thirteen? Maybe thirteen. I don't even know. I would say that's humiliating, but you're thirteen. Yeah, it was dumb shit. Humiliating. Though. We were stealing like baseball cards and dumb shit like that. And you go right it's to like, fucking prison. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember they put those cards down. They, <laughs> Yeah, my sister was at like a baseball game or something, like playing a bit, and like they they like brought me there. The cops <laughs> like had to give me to my mom. Yeah, your son's gone. <laughs> She's so pissed. I can't I, imagine what you uh, looked like man. when you were thirteen for some reason. Little nerd. What? Oh, okay, that that fixes it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like any positive experience. The one positive, I it not it wasn't even, one time my dad got like three DUIs in a week, and uh, oh shit, the third yeah, <laughs> he I never think you can do that anymore. He never went to court for any of them. So they're past the statute of limitations now. Oh, but wow. he, on the third one, the cop called me to pick him up and was like, dude, if I charge this dude, he's fucked. So come get him. And like that, that was pretty crazy. Uh, also, almost as far as nice oh, goes. That he didn't go to jail for yeah, it? Yeah. Like it's almost like he should have just put my dad in yeah. jail though. So it's like yeah. still like Again, he did he's his supposed job to do wrong. His job, yeah. uh, but like he didn't let him drive. And he let me take him home, which is like a good that thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. You know, the um, <clears throat> craziest thing, when I was driving out here, when I was moving from <laughs> Colorado to New Jersey, I had I had no registration or insurance. I was speeding. I had somebody with me that had a warrant. I had weed in the car. I had all this shit going on, and I got pulled over, and they fucking ended up letting me go. That's crazy. <laughs> they knew all this shit, too. I was like, I'm just trying to get to New Jersey to get this job tattoo you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and they let me go i was like are you kidding i just thought i thought i was going to jail I was like, I'm semper going to jail. Fi, brother <laughs> i just i just assumed i was going to jail yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah and it is crazy like the when i ever complain about i don't even i don't really tell these stories anymore because i'm like dude you're fucking lucky like you like i did have like a ton of privilege working in my favor that it, they threatened me and i've i've violated my rights but no one like kicked my fucking teeth in yeah yeah nobody fucking sat on my neck until i died you yeah. know what i mean so like i it is like such a real problem <clears throat> for other people that aren't don't look like me and yeah it, it's it's a real when i had to get a restraining order last year um yeah i had to do it too guys and um but yeah when i had to do it last year i, I called the police station and they were like oh we can send an officer to your house i was like no absolutely not you cannot come to my house like there's no way i would ever just voluntarily let a police officer in my fucking house with my dogs at 5 a.m. and it's still dark out like no way so I, I like went to the police department and they were like oh well we're changing shifts right now so you're gonna have to sit here and wait and it's like okay well I have a serious thing going on like I have to sit here and wait for an hour so you guys can fucking jerk each other off before the end of your shift or whatever and then uh, I, had to, I, had I had to call the other jurisdiction which was in PA and beg them to serve this restraining order because no they would not tell me if they were gonna do it or not that day and I had a, it was already too late, but I fucking begged them to do it. And then I ended up dropping it anyway, but yeah, fucking sucked, man. I like had to beg the cops to do their job. You know, and they're mad victim blamey, mm -hmm. you know, like the, I, the people yeah. I'd talked to weren't, but the, yeah. all the cops are. Yeah. You know? It, it kind of, I mean, I think I had a different situation, but, um, but yeah, when I, I had to like talk to the judge on the phone at like 8am or whatever in the police station or whoever it was, probably, I don't know. And I just was like, they were like asking me questions and i'm like yeah i feel that way yeah i feel that way yeah i feel that way that that definitely yeah whatever and you just kind of have to like agree with everything they say yeah, yeah. you get a good lawyer i got i know a guy so thanks i have a good criminal couple. lawyer if anybody needs one that's what i got oh cool yeah well if i don't pay, know if he's good if he's you pay just him my cash, he's your best friend oh. <laughs> so. mine just insults me when i cut his hair and then i insult him back and it's a really good relationship so i think he's a good lawyer yeah that my, sounds my right. guy's like don't worry this ain't the crime of the century that's what he always says <laughs> this ain't the crime of the century you're not going that's to jail. a great lawyer that's what he says. my my client will the criminal lawyer will like tell me about the things he's getting people off for and i'm like yeah maybe you are a bad person like <laughs> like i don't know they he, deserve their their 
Uh, His name's Saul right. Goodman. No, his name's Nick. But yeah, should be. Mine, my public defender's name was Ray, and oh, he was a fucking man. Like he was like, because my client's on PTI already. That's this is technically his first offense, which is not how that works at all. It makes it all worse. And the the prosecutor was like. This is a fucking ridiculous stance. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh, me. this guy's doing some fancy footwork here. Yeah. Yo, so when I went to this halfway house, I, the, the guy that was my public wait, defender. Wait, where was the halfway house? It was in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. So there was like, a, it was right across from college where you can go play like roller hockey outside there, like some mm-hmm. pickup games. And I went over there to mess around and my public defender was there playing. Oh, wow. And he was all nervous. He had a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, what the fuck happened to this guy? That's so but he was like, he like looked at me. I was like, "You remember me?" He's like, "Uh, he was like all nervous. It was weird." He's like worried you. Saw, he lost your case, uh, yeah, or something, yeah, or maybe yeah, he yeah. fucked him up. Yeah, maybe yeah. he didn't remember who I was, but he definitely had a black eye. That's so funny. But I don't know if it was from Poor playing guy. hockey or what. Yeah, yeah. It this was just, just funny. Made me think I should contact my lawyer and see if he can get my speeding ticket dropped. Do it. I I already have like I have to pay a surcharge every year because how many points it. I have on my license, uh, and I finally like I think I finally have one left, so I don't want four what, more. What courthouse is it? <laughs> Sometimes it's like Cape May County, like, Atlantic City, Atlantic County. It's it was a state trooper that gave me the ticket. So it's no, like I'm a, saying you want to get a lawyer that knows that. Oh, uh, he probably does. Yeah, he can probably make work. Like you don't want to hire somebody from California. No, that doesn't know you anybody can't there. anyway. You you have to do within state. Somebody who can really? practice in the state. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Greg. Did did you learn anything this week? Did we just talk too much the whole time? Did you learn not um, to be a guest on our podcast? Could you let him talk? <laughs> I learned how much of a criminal you are, Gray. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I I was a lot braver when I was a kid, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, nowadays it's more like I get nervous. To everything I will. Oh my god, this is just a topic that we could talk about a lot. So that's what. Right. But I got the I, in a fist fight. The most recent one I got into. Uh, I won't go into detail because I, I was so scared. But the co- the guy who ended up calling the cops on himself because he was like, I'll call the cops because he oh, that's funny, fought man. me. <laughs> and the, I will say this, the cops came and it was just like luck in my favor because it was near my house. I was super worried about the dog and the cops were like, get that fucking dog out of here. Like and that, that shit makes me, if a dog, if a cop killed my dog, I kill myself. I wouldn't, I would not live. But uh, they, they, the guy just like, yeah, they, they were basically like, Shut the fuck up, moron! When he tried to tell him what was going on, because he was so drunk, but he was the one who called the cops, and it, it just didn't work out for him. So I guess that was a positive experience. But yeah, I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a real grown up now, Greg. I don't, you know. He's getting there. That's good. I don't. Uh, We're all proud of you. I don't break the law, really. You, you could still hate the police, but yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I do have some sympathy, not for the. I guess for the police, the whole system is like the. I think the police have to wear too many hats yeah like social worker like therapist and it's like uh we don't have any resources for this we're going to call the police and the police have to just come in and yeah. do what they know and yeah. they know to yeah. pull the fucking gun out you yeah. Know? yeah right yeah they shut the fuck up and i in- will say though like for in new jersey like if you do have a domestic abuse situation they do get you in contact with um a social worker yeah, or someone heard, to help your case right. i thought i heard which is that. which is really good and like not everywhere has that so i am thankful that uh, that was available to me when i needed it i, I will sure. say that like i am I I often say like I am scared all the time. Like I'm not really scared of just people on the street or anything or anyone in my neighborhood, but I'm just like nervous about situations all the time. And I can empathize with a cop walking into a dangerous situation why they'd be scared. It just makes sense. No amount of training can totally cancel out your fear, but that's part of the problem too. You know, like I'm not mad at them for being scared. I'm mad at the reaction that happens because they carry weapons, you know? So I don't know. I think what what are the, you know dismantling police is probably a good thing. I think it's like the office without a boss, like it can still run fine. But if you're scared like that, within it, you know, you shouldn't be trying to be a cop. Yeah, right? but I, but everybody like, is. I guess scared everybody like has to have a fear. You'd of have to be a sociopath yeah. to not be. No, you're scared. right. Yeah, then they'd be hiring sociopaths, I, which they also probably are. happens. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I, That's a tough one. I, uh, I and I also like don't. I try not to hate anyone. Like when I say, hey, I see some cops do some crazy injustice and on on Facebook or something like I hate them. But I'm really I hate that's uh, this system that's in place. Yeah, It's inherently bad. And like, I don't want to say like cops are victims, too, because at some point, you know what you're doing is wrong. But like it, this system is inherently wrong and it's set up wrong. 
and like you know they're people too i i did when when there was a lot of the blm stuff going on heavier uh one of my friends who was or well ex-friend who is staunchly anti-cop did make a post about like okay but what is the real solution like we can all hate cops but what's the yeah. real? So- and i was really surprised to see them like maybe there could be some kind of system in place that if a cop wants to leave this that will help train them to do a different job and specifically for police who want to leave because once you're there and you put years of work in it is hard to try to change life your life i mean you could say job. that about anything though i, I hey, what, know what well, countries ever they don't where the cops don't even carry guns what, what i thought New it was Zealand? england i thought they carry they carry clubs clubs yeah batons yeah, but, and, I mean, in America, we're just everyone has a fucking gun, so it's like, yeah, why isn't a cop gonna have a gun too? And yeah, every other yeah, that, that's that's the gun. argument too. Is like, um, is like we like uh, civilians would have guns to for the government, like against the government, right? Like against a the, tyrannical yeah. presence, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that was when cops or like soldiers would quarter in your house. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's was meant to prevent stuff like that from happening again. After the British were like in your home attacking your family yeah, and yeah, eating yeah. your food you know to so like yeah but also like when a cop fucks with you i've never felt more powerless yeah you know what i mean like you're like i go to jail or i i could die or hopefully i get out of this you know and like you could stand up for yourself but ultimately to a point like keeping your mouth shut is the best way to get out of it yeah and that's really dehumanizing to not even be able to talk or defend yourself when something's going bad like yeah so I I don't know. I, it's humiliating too. Yeah. People have cameras a lot too now, so well, a lot more stuff is dude, people are seeing a lot yeah, more of what's going on. I, man, I don't know res- the, respect to people who film cops because that is the scariest shit in the world to have a cop threaten you while you're trying to yeah, film. Well, you gotta yeah. do it without them seeing you. Somewhere. Yeah. I, anytime there's been cops around my neighborhood or wherever I lived, I always just stand yeah, by and, like and watch because I don't have anything better to you know like that's how i can contribute to maybe yeah even that scares the shit out of me yeah. man like I keep I, my cops, fuck, cops come at me so hard whenever i do anything if i if i've ever like go oh, hey what's going on it's it's fucking time to die i uh i met my neighbor for the first time uh last sunday night because uh i guess we were all in our houses me and all my neighbors and we heard like a loud sound outside so we all go to check and somebody hit his car and uh, we like go walk down the street to go find the car that hit him, try to get the license plate because somebody else was going to call the cops. And I was like, man, I'm not going to call the cops. And it was his car. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it either because he's fr- he's scared. There's cops at his fucking house all he's the got time. Insurance, they'll take care of it probably. Right? Uh, probably not. I no. mean, the car was fine. It's not even about yeah. that. I guess it's just to like prevent it from happening. And the guy's still driving around with his fucked up car. But like. It just was like, yeah, this dude is a victim of something and he won't even call the police. Well, you know? Yeah. And we could talk about this for seven episodes. Like, yeah. you know, private, private prisons, yeah. like all this shit is profit. It's yeah. all, it's fucking slave Prison's labor. A whole it's other, profit. A whole other thing I can't even but, get into. Yeah. Right but it's a, a prison. Let's do that know, on a different episode. Yeah. It's encouraged <laughs> to put people, you know, to, yeah. uh, so I don't know. Did you guys learn anything this week? I just take a piss. You have a, that's what, that's what you learned. No. Thank you for contributing. Whatever. <laughs> How about you, Eric? Um, eh, same old shit. It's good to be back. I learned why my phone call albums weren't showing up on Spotify. Why? Wait, why? What was it? Was it? It was. In, it was in the under the wrong genre. Oh, that. Yeah. It was listed as spoken word, and oh. comedy isn't a primary genre that you can. Interesting. Uh, I had to put it as pop music. It just makes no sense because the com- comedians have albums yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. But the secondary genre that you could list it as is comedy. It makes no that sense. Is weird. That is weird. Um, I gotta figure it out though. Ray, what did you learn? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 this is kind of already stuff I've, I've thought about a lot. I, I do, I do like expressing like the opposite of the obvious point of view. Like as much as I dislike police and stuff, I try to like anything we tackle, I try to see the other side of it. Um, so I like, I like being able to publicly do that through this podcast. Like I like people who listen can hear that. Like, I'm not just like, uh, I can't see like people might think I don't see things two ways. Yeah, and I like being able to express that on the podcast. But uh, and I, it's great to be back. We had a couple weeks off. Yeah. Uh, and Greg, you're the perfect guest. And I wish we let you talk more. I think we were. <laughs> I was a little too had too much coffee this morning. Maybe we'll have you back because that'd be awesome. No, thanks. A, no, thanks short-term. for having me. This I also like really an awesome conversation. I really enjoy talking to you man it's great to see you you're always a pleasant yeah. person yeah, you too. Uh, get do you, together more often yeah yeah for sure i'm less scared to these days what are you uh, doing tomorrow yeah you want to hang out on memorial day 
Sure, sure. Okay. Cool. All right, cool. I'll give you a call. Uh, do, do you have anything to plug? You doing any music? You doing anything? Uh... Um, I'm doing some music, but uh, working on it. So cool. yeah, right. good for you. We don't have a band name yet or anything, but yeah, I've been working on some music. Nice. That's cool, man. I'd like yeah. to see that or hear, and hear hear what you're working on. How about you guys? Any anything else? Yeah, I, have, I got something to plug. I'm playing a show this Friday night at the Mill Hall Basement. Show starts probably <sighs> at ten, like usual. I haven't done this in a few years. Don't really want to do it at all, but I'm playing in a band called My Ultima. Um, yep, I just play bass, so come if you want to hang. Uh, just Derek Smacklin everywhere. <laughs> Derek Smacklin. Uh, when do your books? Practicing when do your, drums. When do your tattoo books open? <laughs> uh, well, I, I got to start scheduling my existing clients. Okay. On the first, around okay. the first, and then cool. I gotta see how many spots I have left. Nice. You need to tattoo my stepdad. I'm gonna try to get him in. I just gotta see how many spots I'm gonna uh, have. I just you wanted, it, I just wanted it for posterity that he Me hears and Bob that are I'm gonna trying get to help. tattoos. Now, when I have uh, Opie, he'll just be one of the first up. people I get a hold of. Nice, nice. Um, new clients Ray. or whatever. Raymondstrife.com is now Raymondstrife666.com because uh, my old email let the uh, website lapse. Uh, it gets updated twice a year. Is that the one that guy's porn on all over it or yeah, something? Yeah, and you know what happened? It wasn't hacked. They someone else just scooped up the domain the second it ah. went out public. And uh, wait, yeah. wait, what was so what they? Why did they take that domain? Name? Because I think they, I think they have bots that just look for anything that's being used. <laughs> that's weird. And then they're hoping you buy you it back. You buy it back. Oh, uh, okay. And I, I can't even. It's like a Korean word pops up in a picture of a woman. I wouldn't even know where to search. You got to click buy to translate back. to English or something. There's got to be a thing. Eric will do it for but you. But Raymond Strife. 666.com is better well, yeah, than that, RaymondStrike.com. So thanks a lot, asshole, who that's bought my fucking domain name. I like that one better. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have shit otherwise going on. I don't I'm think. Work on the studio more. Get it all finished. Yeah. Uh, I love you guys. It's good to be back. Greg, thanks so much for doing this, man. Uh, it's great to see you. Yeah. Um, thanks, y'all. You know, ACAB. Right. Uh, stick around and we're going to take a picture of you for. Uh, with you for the instagrams okay uh all right feels good to be back when's Podstock? your bell's june gonna 11th. be a panelist june 11th june 11th bell's gonna be a panelist <laughs> i don't really know what that means but she's gonna I'll get, talk. i get to embarrass myself on stage so come, come get drunk with us uh I'll be, I'll be installing installation insulation so well you, or you can come here and watch eric put up insulation you can, you can come help, help me get it all right thanks guys love you punks out bye the Agent Punks Complain is recorded at Sketchism's Media Studios and produced by me, Eric Backlund. The theme song, The Agent Punk Complains, was written by Raymond Strife and Ill Omega. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Agent Punks Complain. And if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a message that may be featured on the show. Just call or text 609-358-0804.